This is the Concealed Carry Podcast, episode number 385. And welcome to the Concealed Carry Podcast, part of the ConcealedCarry.com network. We've got a full lineup of shows. We've got the Not Your Average Gun Girls podcast. We've got the Firearm Trainers podcast. We've got the newly added, I think we're still getting a couple things figured out and getting that all transferred over, but uh, the new Law Dog Shooting Sports podcast. That's a great show hosted by Brian Eastridge and Chuck Ramsey. And, we'll, and of course, we've got the Concealed Carry podcast here, so... Today's episode I'm super excited about because I had, on day two of SHOT Show, the great pleasure of interviewing Lena Michalek. And uh, I'll tell you, we had a lot of fun. She's a lot of fun, got a great sense of humor, and I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. And you know, we, we took a kind of a fun angle, I think, and spent a good part of an hour talking with her about concealed carry and getting her perspective on that. And you know, I learned a lot, too, from this episode as I hope you will, all of you out there as well. Now, today's episode honorary sponsor is Sig Sauer. Surprise, surprise. They were so kind and gracious to invite us into the Sig Sauer booth, kind of crash the party there, and spend a couple of days doing podcast interviews while on the show floor. Don't forget about ConcealedCarry.com's shot show coverage. A lot of cool stuff uh, that we've worked hard to find and put together and put out there to to the masses both in our written editorial articles as well as our youtube channel you can go to youtube and search concealedcarry.com and you write out the dot com d-o-t-c-o-m and you'll find our channel and find all kinds of great content on there including a bunch of videos from shot show 2020 uh stuff there you will not want to miss and if you prefer the more gun-friendly version of YouTube, uh, also known as GunStreamer.com, we are now publishing our videos on GunStreamer as well. So head on over there and search Concealed Carry and find our channel. Make sure you subscribe. It's a relatively new channel, and uh, you'll find a lot of the same videos right there as well. So let's get started. This interview with Lena Michalek. Let's hit that play button now. Welcome to the Concealed Carry Podcast here at SHOT Show 2020. It's weird to say 2020. I know. I, I didn't actually know where you were going. And you're like, 2020? I was like, oh, wow, yeah. 2020 what? You're right. right. You're right. Yeah, it's 2020. I <laughs> uh, never thought we'd be in the year 2020. Of course, we thought the apocalypse was happening happening 20 years ago. But uh, here with Lena Michalek, what a weird way to start a podcast, by the way. Uh, so <laughs> The apocalypse. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lena Michalek, and we're here at SHOT Show. <laughs> we're going to start. We're going to talk about prepping today. <laughs> So, actually, we're going to talk about concealed carry. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we had you on the podcast, I think, two shot shows ago. You and Max together with me. And uh, so now you get your own airtime. We get our own time. You've been promoted. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I told Lena, I said, let's talk about concealed carry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we could talk about c competitive shooting. We could talk about Team Six Sour. Uh, we could talk about, you know, we could dive deep on mechanics of shooting and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I'd, I'd actually just rather talk to you about everyday kind of carry stuff yeah and you shared with me a moment ago that you know some things i thought very applicable as far as i mean number one mindset we'll talk about that uh carrying other tools of defense and having tools. other options always having <laughs> tools yeah knowing that 
these are cool, but for someone my size, they're not very effective. Right. <laughs> so other yeah. things to go in these in these nice mitts <laughs> sure does does help the efficiency there. Right. Right. <laughs> so uh, I don't even know where to start, but uh, I, I let's just start, I guess, by asking Lena. Uh, you, you actually shared with me that you do concealed carry, that you have concealed carry. You kind of sounds like you've moved mm-hmm. around a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so you're in the process of actually getting a permit in a new state. Yeah. Like, uh, just shipped it off. I, nice. Uh, my friend, Ashley Ruark, who just turned 21, yeah. she wanted to get her concealed carry. And I was like, all right, it's time to re-up. Let's go. Let's do it. So we went and took this big old eight-hour class. We got uh, the enhanced version the most right. special version we could like i went in there and they <laughs> were like what are all the options and they yeah. laid them out i'm like oh, i want all of it yeah. whatever i can get i want the most yeah. so yeah we did our class we qualified i'm sure that was off. challenging that it that was i had to do it one handed because i had my cast on still but i managed oh. <laughs> i'm sure you managed <laughs> it was fun <laughs> I mean, okay so you took a class who, who did you take a class from i'm curious um well, luckily, uh, where I live, my FFL, mm-hmm. he just kind of has a little shop in his backyard, and I love him to death, and he mm-hmm. teaches concealed carry classes. So I just called him up. I texted him on a, I think, Friday, and then we set it up on a Monday. Yeah. And then we just went and did well, it. Nice. It was perfect. So it was someone you know. So mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, it'd be pretty, it'd be really interesting if, like, so I, you know, I do concealed carry classes. I do other firearms instruction classes, that sort of thing. But uh, I, I, I can only manage the moment if some random dude that teaches concealed carry classes has like the Mitchellick family walk in. You know, like, uh. <laughs> well, I mean, we got, we got to get them too. <laughs> <laughs> of course, there's probably some instructors out there that don't even know who you are, which would what? be a shame. There are people that don't know who I am, <laughs> which would be a shame. <laughs> what a shocker! No, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. I, I mean, our, our, our community is so. We're diverse I mean, it's and huge. huge, right? Yeah. No, so. I don't expect people to know me. When they do, it's more of a shock, and I'm like, "Oh, yay!" <laughs> but no, it's, it's especially a shock when somebody recognizes me, which happens far less often than you. But I'm like, "Huh? You know who I am?" That's just weird, weird. But uh, weird, weird. my concealed carry class was awesome. Yeah. Uh, his wife made a soup. We had a salad and cake. Like, nice. we took our lunch break, and it was all there. We was like, this is the best class ever. I'm going to go somewhere else. Nowhere else is going to give me chocolate cake for showing up. <laughs> I love it. I know. Maybe I should start offering chocolate cake at class. I want you to know, Maybe it get made sign-ups. that eight-hour concealed carry class so much better. Yeah. Good. I was about good. that cake. Good. good. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what kind of uh, qualification, you know, course of fire did you have to shoot for that? Trying to think. This was actually, we had three distances. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. I think it was, wow. I want you to know, you asked a great question. We just had a great time. We literally got out on the line and sure. I hadn't shot in forever because I had my cast on. Right. We got out there and we were like, we're going to shoot today. <laughs> and it was so fun. And it was legitimately the first time I had shot for like not competition. Like I right. knew I could. I knew I could pass all of the qualifications. <laughs> sure. So we just went out there and had fun. Sure. So, sure. yeah. No, it was actually, it was timed. It was a lot different. Um, in Louisiana, my parents taught concealed carry classes. So yeah. since I was a kid, I've sat through probably 50 plus concealed carry classes. I right. used to take uh, the ID photo yeah. and go back and print them and then go find <laughs> the people and have them sign. Right. Yeah. So I did that as a kid growing up. That's, That's awesome. what That was my job. <laughs> Yeah. So I've sat through the fam- a many the of family them. Family business. I mean, yeah, exactly. you got the range. You got everything going on there at the Mitchellick 
complex. <laughs> yep. But um, I think for me personally, my, I don't know, concealed carry, yes, but it's mainly just about personal safety. Yeah. And it's a huge thing for me. I'm smaller, mm -hmm. so I need to be very cautious. I also travel yep. nonstop. Yep. Uh, I do a lot of late night drives on my own, cross country. Mm -hmm. um, so being aware, and luckily, like I said, having grown up in concealed carry classes and obviously yeah. on a range and things like that. And my mother used to teach um, Refuse to Be a Victim, which was a fantastic course that I also got to sit through multiple times. Right. And just really just the concept of being aware, preparing yourself. I remember when I was 14, um, we were going to the movie. I was going to the movies with, you know, a bunch of my girlfriends and we were going and I was late and I was like, what am I going to take in here? Mm. I was like, I can't conceal. This is me like already having shot matches. I was like, I can't carry. I can't do anything. I was like, there's not going to be adult there. Like, who's going to have a, like, who's going to be here sure, if something sure. happens when we go to the movies? Yeah. So I took a lighter and a can of hairspray with me. And I was like, the worst like, case scenario, I'm going to light everything on fire. I'm going to burn <laughs> it all to the ground. <laughs> That's hilarious. Flamethrower. Yeah, Improvised yeah. flamethrower. Well, yeah. I needed something. Like, even... <laughs> I don't know. You have just, some like sexual predator coming at you. You want some of this? You want some of this? I will burn your eyebrows off. <laughs> it probably would be it would, somewhat effective. I want you like, to know, nobody wants to get burned. I want you to know if you went after somebody and they whip around with a lighter and a hairspray and start flamethrowing, you're just going to be like, what? <laughs> I was going for mainly shock factor, and I yeah. feel like it would, yeah. it would achieve that. <laughs> I love it. You know, but you're so right. As far as the, the mindset I, is. I think a piece that a lot of times people might tend to overlook or not really think about, like in their mind, they're probably thinking, you know, that, that well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to carry this gun or this knife or this pepper spray or whatever, and if somebody, somebody does something to me, I'm just going to pull it out and use it, you know, but there, there's more to it than that. And yeah. you talked about the, aware, the awareness uh, piece of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, just being aware of what's going on, who's near you, who's mm -hmm. doing what. And you don't anything have that's out to of the be ordinary. paranoid. Yeah, especially yeah. when I talk to women. Yep. Apparently, there's like a big thing. They're like, well, don't be paranoid. Yeah. You don't want to look paranoid out there. And I'm like, I can do what I want out there. <laughs> <laughs> but like, especially for women, one of my biggest thing is growing the confidence to actually say something. Mm -hmm. And I know it sounds like, what do you mean? But sure. like, we just won't create space. You yeah. know, like a lot of women will let men just walk up. Anyone, other women, they'll just let people close in on space and they're too timid to be like hey yeah. so we just wait wait what's happening like stop yep. and yep. Uh, i learned that going through um a bunch of scenario training that i got to do uh last year and it was really wild how oh, uncomfortable that somewhere. yeah there's a video that went out mm -hmm. right yeah that I've was really a, cool i've done a couple different yeah. things i did some like house clearing ones that was just running around shooting and fun mm -hmm. and learning how to do that and then yeah. i did some more much more mental, like aware, like very, it was yeah. very, it was very good. I loved it. Yeah. But um, it opened my eyes to how uncomfortable I was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was just very bland scenarios. Like there's a big dark room and there's a truck in it. And he would just be like, your goal is just to get in your vehicle and go home. And a lot of times <laughs> you just make it all the way to your vehicle. Fine. And then other times you go and bad things would happen. And other times you go and things that could have been bad were yeah. avoided and it was just it's so much about your mind yeah. that 
I don't it's, it's, yeah. It, yeah. Well, just wow. not, just, I mean, part, there's such a simple thing as just not walking around like, like this, you know, on your phone, Absolutely. looking at your phone the whole time and, and just, because that's the opposite, obviously, that's completely not being aware. Uh, so again, I mean, to kind of find, strike that balance between paranoia and just being switched off, I mean, mm-hmm. it, anything is better than just doing this, you know, yeah. so... Yep. Yeah, uh, really good thoughts there, um, and and I, I appreciate your perspective too, as mm-hmm. as a young lady, as you know, uh, uh, I mean, and you're not large, pro, you know, you're not a large person, no, right? No, so, like especially now, I feel like like now I'm to the point I'm like, so, someone could physically pick me up and carry me away, and I don't like that. Right, right. I don't like that at all. Yeah, so I mean, nobody, gonna... nobody, nobody would like. It. I wouldn't <laughs> like that either. I know, but you've never thought of. You've never been like, well, sure. someone could just like swoop me up and carry me off. Like, <laughs> no, it's stupid. I don't like the fact that people yeah. could. Someone could, but yeah. it is a fact. Right. So I have to be aware of it. Um, I do a lot of small things, like in trade shows, like the way I stand with photos. Mm. Um, I always put my arm under someone, oh, sure, sure. and it's so that they can't take my back, and I always have one yeah. hand up. You'll, you'll always get a thumbs up, um, but yeah. if you ever look at photos of like UFC fighters, everyone always has a hand up in a photo, yeah. and it's not because, like, yeah, they're making a fist because they're a fighter, but if someone's that close to you and you have both your hands down, it's so easy for someone to just pin your arms down, and then you have nothing. Yeah. If I at least have a hand up, a thumbs up, yeah. or something, and someone was to bear hug me, yeah. I have something to work right. with. So right. it's a lot of like really small yeah. things, but it's understanding what scenarios you come into. Like trade shows and events, I will not conceal carry because I know that sure. on my body, it's just as available to someone else as it is me when we're we're taking photos you're, and we're close. You're and in we're, close with people. Yeah. 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 So yeah. no, it's... it's and, and, and it probably would be awkward to be, you know, getting a photo with somebody and they're like, oh, hey, there's your gun, you know? Well, I mean, we're obviously amongst friend and family. But, oh, yeah. I'm but, just talking about you know, out and general, about in my yeah. life. You yep. know, I run into a lot of a lot of people. Yeah, so. I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. Uh, I appreciate what you said a moment ago about uh, uh, about speaking up, about speaking out. Uh, and I, th- I think where you were going with that, what, what you were touching on was, you know, somebody's doing something that maybe you don't want them to do or that you don't appreciate that maybe makes you a little bit nervous or whatever. Uh, and, and I guess what I was thinking in my mind as you were talking about that was that, yeah, I mean, we need to be, especially, you know, women like you, uh, you're going in that dark parking lot or whatever to get in your mm-hmm. vehicle after, I don't know, a show or whatever. A, a, Grocery you know, shopping. Some, yeah, Any, sure. Literally right. anywhere we go to parking you know, lot. And then you got a big scary guy. I, I'm, I'm scary, right? Totally. Uh, but you got some big guy, you know, that's doing something. And, like, you need to be able to be confident enough to tell them to give you your space. Mm-hmm. To, to back off and it needs to be done with confidence yep. I mean like and one thing this is another thing it doesn't have to be a big scary guy mm-hmm. for you yeah. to have the right to say hey wait you know like yeah. stop. What, what is this that's a good yeah it's, it's a, we that's always jump point. to the most dramatic Extremes. but realize someone uh, someone my exact same size you know a guy my yeah. exact same size is gonna automatically be yeah. uh, like 20 to 40 percent stronger than me yeah you know, I worry more about stupid. I worry more about the little scrawny guys because yeah. they're so fast I yeah. can't keep up with them. I know, and once again, you know, someone's physical stature. We all know we carry tools mm-hmm. to equalize, while everyone yeah. else can carry tools you also. You so just know that if you're uncomfortable, listen to your gut. Oh, in today's day and age, we're mm-hmm. so taught not to listen to our gut, 
and to just conform and to not stir the pot any. Yeah. But like, listen to it. If it feels uncomfortable, just say something. And you don't have to be dramatic. Don't wait too till you have to be like, stop. Right. What is this? Just be like, hey, what's not? You know, like you can casually be create cool, distance. Man. Be cool. You can casually do things. <laughs> yeah, totally. And it's real fun. That's that's uh, those are great tips. Great points. <laughs> Um, speaking of tools, mm-hmm. so you, you mentioned some tools that you carry. I'm curious what some of those are. Um, I always carry a pocket knife on me. Um, it varies drastically. Uh, today, this is one I bought at my concealed carry class because he has a bunch of them, and yeah. I always like uh, cheaper knives for when I travel uh-huh. because I almost always forget about them, and yeah. then I have to like throw them away or I sure, lose sure. them. So I just have a little Kershaw here. Oh, yeah. A nice... Sharp and pointy thing to poke that people is, with out. And that's good. You know, I, I have throwaway knives as well. I mean, mm-hmm. a, a cheap knife stabs people just as well as a, as a really expensive one. And the biggest thing is, like, I would love to carry, like, a sword with me. Legitimately, I have them. <laughs> like, I would love to carry those with me. Right. But realize, just like with a pistol, you know, I'd love to have an MPX with me or an AR. But right. what you keep on you and what you'll actually carry is so much better than the ideal thing that you leave sure. at home. Sure. So I have a little bitty flashlight that mm-hmm. always stays on me. It's on my backpack now. Mm-hmm. I usually have a bigger one too in all my vehicles. Yeah. Because a light is such a it's a tool that I learned to really utilize last year. Mm. And it's something that you can easily create space with. It's something that you can highlight something. You can just be aware because yeah. the dark the dark is stupid. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think anybody likes the dark. So it's good to be yeah. able to see. So A, a light's its own deterrent. It is. Yeah. If if someone is just looking for prey and you're walking around and you have a tool, whether it be a flashlight, then that at least shows someone that you're thinking, that you're active, that you have tools. Like yeah. you're already some, you're already more prepared for yep. the natural cycle of the day yep. <laughs> that comes in tonight than everyone else it's not. So yep. you're already lowered on that list of people. That's at least how I see it. Yeah. So I'm all about the things. That's a great perspective, <laughs> for sure. Uh, and then for, are there any other tools you carry, um, typically? For a pistol? Like, do you do pepper spray or anything like that? Um, I do not. Oh, okay. I just, I never got into pepper I spray. I wouldn't know if I didn't ask you. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> I, I said, once again, I think there's so many different things for everyone has a different preference. Mm-hmm. Pepper spray, I never had like a, I was wanting something more. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. So uh, pepper spray wasn't that. Uh, I mean, in my house, I have a medieval mace in my guest bedroom. <laughs> and I have a Chinese war sword hanging in my door, above my door. <laughs> uh, I like that, yeah. Uh, so you have plenty of. Weapon, legit weapons. It sounds like yeah, you have options. A kookery in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> we keep them spread about. You know, <laughs> it's good to have options. Uh, what What do you? Uh, what's your preferred concealed carry gun? Uh, three sixty five. Well, of course. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I I have been just all about that. Mm-hmm. And then if I'm going with a slightly bigger gun, say I don't want to carry in my body, say I'm going in a bag or my truck, it's usually going to be my X-Carry or yep. my X-Compact. Yep. I love the X-Compact. Uh, X-Compact. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's great. Great platform. I love the, the the subtle changes made to the grip module on that, I think, were just spot on. They were. Yeah. I've, I've impressed some really, really hard critics with that gun. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. Really, like more so than anything. It's a fantastic carry gun if if you haven't seen it. It's kind of yeah. it kind of gets a little bit overlooked in all the things, but it's a it's a real gem. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. P365 uh, ten round mag flush extended little pinky thing twelve rounder. I have I have a, I have a bit of them all. Uh, yep. It just sticks just with the normal the, twelve. Yep. Uh, unless okay. I'm wanting something smaller, yeah. it's really once again going to be totally based around me and what my day doing? and my outfit yeah. and my holster that I feel like using. Um, yep. Holsters. I have a sticky holster. I have a holster from Little Gat. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I also have a can-can belt. A lot of yep. times I just kind of stick it in pockets. That sticky uh-huh. holster is real nifty because you can just stick it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stick it. You just That's stick a new it. word. <laughs> just stick it in a pocket. Stick it. <laughs> With a sticky holster. Maybe they uh, messed up on the you know branding of their company yeah, there. This I know. The sticky holster. The sticky. Per Lena Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe you should go talk to them and do a little you know collab you know project there and create the sticky version. Sticky. You just <laughs> run around, you just slap it on this sticky holster. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Uh, I'm actually uh, curious what you what did you shoot uh, for your qualification in your enhanced concealed carry class? So you know, did you go with the competition rig? Did you yeah, with, I yeah. did. <laughs> I shot my I shot my X5 Legion with yeah. a dot and that was ported. <laughs> One handed. One handed. So, you know, you hey. know the struggle was yeah. there still. Okay. <laughs> I know we went to go we went to go and Ashley and I were both like. We really need to take our carry guns. And we were both like, these are so fun. And we haven't <laughs> shot these in a while. So we're like, okay, we'll take our full size. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. But I um, I actually, since I got my 365, I end every practice mm-hmm. with my carry guns. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah. That's, I think that's a good approach. It Well, it also, from a shooter standpoint, you're going to a much harder gun to yep. shoot. I mean, yep. it's a little tiny compact. It's made for carrying yep. over shooting whereas my full size you know i can shoot five buckets of ammo and everything be uh all cozy but i always go out there and it helped drastically with my shooting no i'm talking like i learned how to pull a trigger shooting that little 365 on steel challenge stages and Mm. then we started going moving back and then every time i would add five yards to my plate rack Every time I would go to the range, and it just turned into like a whole fun thing. So now yeah. every practice, I'm like, gotta go get the carry gun <laughs> and go finish it out. Well, the question is if you uh, showed up Phil Strader in that or not, because I know that he apparently has this thing for making things hard on himself, like shooting still challenge. I think it was was last year with uh, oh, 365. Yeah, I I did not do that. I'm not that gamey. Like I'll do it in private, but I don't know if I necessarily want to want to want to go for it there but that was impressive yeah, i actually yeah. got to witness and be on the group with all the people that were competing with the 365 and yeah. <laughs> wow like yeah. i was blown away by their abilities you know but the thing is is uh i think for that small of a gun it, it uh, people probably get t- tired of hearing this from me i've said it like a gazillion times on my podcast as i talk about the 365 that i call it the little gun that shoots like a bigger gun yes because i don't know what it is about it but it, it is a remarkably soft shooting gun, I think, for its size. It is. You know, and uh, it, it, it indexes well. It returns to target really well, quickly. Like, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of 365. So. I agree. Yep. 
some yeah, just hit it out of the yep. park with that one. Yep. Really, I know. Absolutely. I know it's hard not to get here. And be like, well, this is what I like the most about it. What do you love the most about it? And you're like, ooh, this. <laughs> and of course, we're at six hour. So, but people that know me a long, for a long time know I'm a big fan of the gun. And I, I put yeah. uh, so far the 365 platform. If I include the XL. I've got at least 10,000 rounds through that platform. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Awesome I've job. shot it a bunch. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. I, I shoot it well. And he still likes it. So there you go. That, and you love it. You love it even more now. I, Bam. Yes. Yep. So uh, switching gears. Um, you talk about traveling quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And so that, that does present a unique uh, challenge. You know, anyone that travels a lot would, would be familiar with this challenge. That's, that's a challenge of traveling to places you're not familiar with sometimes. Uh, not knowing what kind of situation you find yourself in, maybe not being able to carry certain tools with you, mm -hmm. um, that sort of thing. So, like, what are some of the strategies as you're out there on the road? <sighs> I go a lot of different places. Obviously, if you are planning to carry, you have got to look up the laws before you go and yeah. make sure make sure you're all within that. But travel and hotels and lots of things. Just realize any transitional space. Just, I like how you just put that, transitional spaces. Yes, yeah. any transitional space, you yep. going from one to the other, especially because your mind, you go into that I'm not doing anything mode, you go to staring off at the stars, you're looking straight at the ground, you're at your phone. No, you're looking at your phone. Everybody's looking at their phones. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I want. I, <laughs> you're selfieing it up, aren't you? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Yeah, just be super aware in transitional spaces. Um, I would love to say that because I shoot guns, mm. I don't have to worry about anything because people know that I'm really good at shooting guns. But, um, mm. no, they're, they're, they're stalkers. They're creepers. They're yeah. people that have followed and attacked women in the industry at competitions and in those transitional spaces mm. while at matches. You know, so, like, we have guns and gear and we're ready. And, and still. I did it in well for them. I just targeted. want you all to sure. know. <laughs> yeah. But it's just you have to be aware. Always assuming. As soon as you assume, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. So yeah. don't. Um, really, if I could say the safest place I could be would be on a competition range. Mm. But I still know that. Yeah. No. I need to be aware, and it's, it's my job. So just tra it, everywhere is a transitional space when you travel. Yeah. It is. So. Yeah. That's a great point. I mean, what? Yeah, because it's it's so true. In in this day and age, again, you, I like the way you put it. You you get in a, some kind of transitional space or environment, and you just kind of like it's a lot of those downtime moments too, right? Yeah, that that's, become, we start to shut down because yep. we're going from what we're doing, yep. and then what we want to do is over there, and yep. this in between, we just zone out. Yep. Yep. And yep. We're transitioning. Yep. <laughs> right there. Really wise words yeah. spoken by Lena here on the podcast. You heard it. Speaking of laws, knowing your laws, uh, you, you brought it up, and so I can't help but making a shameless plug, but there's yes. an app for that. Oh, tell me about this app. <laughs> uh, so uh, we have the Concealed Carry Gun Tools app. <gasps> That's our app, and it's actually loaded already on the laws right there. Check that out. Well, so, I'm actually going to get my phone out and do this right do now. do that. Free app. No ads. No, no cost. I mean, no you upgrades. just sold me on it. Like, here I, here I go. <laughs> you know, and you want to check your reciprocity for that awesome mm -hmm. Alabama. And what's the name of it? Or Arkansas. Was it Arkansas? Arkansas that you're in, right? Yes, sir. Uh, so, check this out. So, if I go in here so and I find Arkansas, 
Look, I actually recognize that state. <gasps> and that I select the Arkansas permit. Should have had an option for an enhanced one. What's going on? Oh, wait, there's, we're in a different supposed, state. There's supposed, there's supposed to be words here. Uh, my phone is broken. But, it's shot show. But you can see right here, I plugged in the Arkansas, <laughs> and it's showing me right there. I mean, look at all that green. All those green states are states that are green good with skill. your permit. That's so, awesome. Uh, in fact, I can tell just looking at that map that that is definitely the enhanced version. That's a really great reciprocity map. That looks better than my map. So, yeah. The, Arkansas, we got something right. Yeah. <laughs> so, the Concealed Carry Gun Tools app on the Apple App Store or Google Play Store or whatever is your choice. So, thanks for that little window, that opening to... Well, here I go. Thank you for telling me. <laughs> at the beginning of the podcast, you asked me if I was cool talking about concealed carry. And I said, yeah, if you're cool telling me what you know and giving me your advice, too. Sure, so, thank sure. you. Sure, You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> we work really hard to stay on top of that. Uh, we, we, we have a bunch of different sources that keep us informed as to changes in laws and things like that. And so, as soon as we find out about stuff, like within 24 hours, typically, that is updated and, you know, so... Well, awesome. It's a it's a pretty good data, database. All right, what's your number one tip? Like what Ooh. what would what would mm. you tell me after have hearing all that I have to well, say? What, what I would tell, tell you me. for for Lena or yeah. you just yeah. in general? Well, tell me in general, and then tell me as me. So, in, like my general uh, answer to a question like that for most people is take a quality uh, handgun course. You know, with 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 a good amount. You know, a good mix of of shooting. Uh, because what I find, you know, so, 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 so there's, there's two things that are at play here that with concealed carry and someone that's getting into it, that needs to be balanced because <clears throat> there's obviously, you know, folks that they don't know what they don't know. They're getting into it. They're trying to figure things out. Uh, and there's a lot of, you know, mistakes that are made along the way. Uh, and sometimes I think those mistakes are kind of almost a, they're just part of the process. Mm -hmm. As you, you mentioned you have a box of holsters. I have a box of holsters. You know, things you, you're like, oh, let's try that holster. No, that sucks. Throw it in the box, you know. <laughs> and, and so you learn along the way, kind of like this works, that doesn't work, you know. And, and, and a lot of that's very personal, too, mm -hmm. as it applies to you. <clears throat> um, but my point is, is that a lot, I think a lot of times folks will struggle for a lot longer period of time because they, you know, they're trying to figure out so much on their own. But, it, you know, you get, you know, pick, pick a good quality gun, a reliable gun, a holster you think is going to work as long as it's safe, protects the trigger, you know, and the trigger guard. Uh, you know, the gun's not going to just fall out of it when you're carrying it. You know, as long as you go with a good, you know, reasonable quality setup, then go take a quality, you know, vetted, you know, someone that maybe comes with good recommendation because there's instructors all over the place and they're, you know, there are a dime a dozen. Everybody's an instructor. Some, yeah, <laughs> some are better than others. So you know, find a good instructor. Taking a take a good, like a concealed carry or defensive handgun oriented class, and I think going through particularly like a day, at least a day long class, not just two hours, three hours, four hours. No, you could not do very much in that long. Do do a day class because what will happen is as you're doing so many repetitions, so many you know draws and shooting and this and that, you're going to start figuring out this doesn't work or you'll figure out things that do work and you're going to compress that time of trying to figure things out as far as carrying and shooting a, a defensive handgun. So that's, that's my first general tip. I don't know. How's that sound? That sounds good. I like it because it's more about personalizing it. Yeah. Concealed carry. And as you were talking, like in my head, I was like, mm, yep, yep. <laughs> concealed carry, I feel like is so often a thing that like, like, all right, I bought my concealed carry gun and this is this, sure this will be the holster and it's fine. 
Yeah. And then, yep. and then it doesn't really work for you, but it's such a vast and kind of yep. overwhelming field to get into and so many options. Yep. And it's such a personal thing. Like, yep. to find a holster that, you know, like, your holster, your dream holster, I can put it on my body and it just not work and it'd be uncomfortable <laughs> and I can hate yeah. it. Yeah. Because we're so drastically different. Um, yeah. And that's what I love about it is it's not like this is right. It's is this right for you? Because that's what matters. Yep. So yep. really taking the time to actually invest and search and do that and actually use it. I'm, I'm about that. I like yeah. it. I like it. Yeah. And now advice or recommendation or whatever what, for what you. What do you got? You got you. a product yeah. recommendation. You got a class recommendation. Well, I gave, you I got gave, video. Anything. gave you the app recommendation. I know. I know. Uh, I want more. <laughs> Just tell me everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me think about that a moment. What would I recommend to a great shooter and competitor like lena mm. um so i w i guess i would recommend uh, do you, how much practice do you do like drawing from a concealed holster mm. you mentioned you do do some practice you know you go to the mm -hmm. range you're shooting your competitive rig yep. and then you finish up with you know like 365 like mm -hmm. is that just shooting 365 or are you actually like doing stuff from a concealed holster mm, a bit of both sometimes okay. my 365 is just in my truck sure and sometimes it's in a holster yeah. so it's it's probably a hodgepodge. Yeah. I would, I would, from what, just talking, things, I would say something that I really need to work on is my consistency. Mm -hmm. Because I do realize if I have to use a firearm or any of my tools in a very high-stress situation, I'm going to need to rely on muscle memory yep. and not my brain having to process. Right. And the fact that I kind of switch things up so much mm -hmm. because I haven't yeah. deep dove and yeah. found my perfect answer yet. Yeah. Um, that's not good. Yeah. So that's good. I'm yeah. learning. I'm yeah. learning. And so realize uh, there's no right answer, and I'm going to find it. It's a big process, uh, which is why I like to get advice. And yeah. So, I mean, I guess you know, recognizing you're, you kind of switch things up, and one day you might be carrying this way, another day you might be carrying the other way, you know, probably just making sure that you get a good balance of, of repetitions, you know, mm -hmm. practicing drawing from those various locations, clearing garments out of the way, whatever, you know, and being make sure that you're familiar with that. Um, also... Um, you know, one thing that I do is just kind of a practice mm -hmm. that I think, because when we, when we look at how the human brain works, right, there's, there's obviously that muscle memory or those neural pathways are, that are developed and made more efficient through hundreds, thousands of repetitions and over time. Um, but also, you know, how recent you did something is also a big, big piece too, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's why we talk about shooting skill being such a perishable skill. You know, when you, you, you broke your arm, you know, or whatever. So, like, actually don't know how that happened. I didn't know you were in a cast. Uh, we might have to get that story if it's a good one. <laughs> it uh, is. Maybe I didn't just trip on my cat at night. I want you to know I always thought that was going to be how I broke my first bone was yeah. tripping on my this cat to go. Is your broken bone? Yeah. Wow. Been, you lived a privileged I've, life. I you? never have had stitches. I never broke bone. No, like, I just grew up paranoid. I was like, I can't break anything. I've got to work. <laughs> parents just stuck you in a padded room or something. No, you know? no. Like, I almost <laughs> bit my tongue off as a kid and, uh, like, was like, couldn't walk for like a week one time. No, I had weights fall on my head now. <laughs> it was just the other stuff. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, but anyway, you know, uh, so, you, I mean, that probably really affected your ability to, to practice and get some reps in. Um, and, and so you get back to your normal shooting form and you're like, uh, yeah, I've, you know, I got some work to do, right? Yeah. Well, luckily, well, not luckily, but. I still can't shoot a pistol with my left hand. Um, oh, no. I got my cast off about yeah. a week ago. Oh, gotcha. And I will. I had it on for 16 weeks. 
Uh, I broke my scaphoid so and fractured another uh, bone on the other side. Mountain biking in Colorado, learning to mountain bike. I'll be specific about that because <laughs> I had real no right to be there, but I bought a bike, so I was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my country, <laughs> by the way. There's great mountain biking in Colorado. I, know. I was in uh, Crested Butte. Nice. At the downhill That's park. Area. Yeah, and yeah. I knew I already knew yeah. I didn't really have the right bike, and I was like, but it's fine. So you, you did you do an endo? Um, you went well, over the handlebars. No, I hit a ramp, and Ooh. I have no, no, not on purpose. Like <laughs> I didn't know it was there. I have no right being on a ramp. I have never done a ramp before. I bought my mountain bike just a couple months before. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, so we just we just separated in the air, and I went straight down. Oh, no. Right? I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh, hey. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's a rough way to, 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 to kind of finish a, uh, you know, a trip out to beautiful Colorado. <laughs> well, you know what the bad part was? It was our very, it was going to be the last ride of our entire five-day mountain biking trip. We were taking the ski lift up, and I look over, and I go, man, I've been getting good. And I, and I do this, and I go, and I know because I've never crashed a bike that the better I'm getting, my crash is getting that much worse. <laughs> I told as we're going up. <laughs> well, I was right. <laughs> oh, there you go. Wow. 16 weeks in that cast. That's Yeah, that's, and I'll most serious. likely be going back into it because I don't think yeah. it's quite right. And I'm going to make sure that it's totally healed, especially before I shoot pistol. Yeah, I got to absolutely. do uh, the MPX demos sure. at range day. Right. And that was that was fine. MPX yeah. is nice. No recoil there. Yeah, but yeah. pistols, I'm tired. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to give it a minute. Yeah. Lots so, of strong you know, hair. I guess to that point, so and this is where I, was, where I was going to as far as like, you know, getting repetitions, developing mm-hmm. muscle memory. Uh, and, and the and the not only so it's not only frequency but also recency is, is that a word recently recency I like recent. it just commit see if you hadn't it's, questioned it I, mean, I would have just gone with it I make I make it say a, it I'm, say I'm it, it boldly here. and confidently so recency and I'll the frequency and recency <laughs> yes. of your practice and repetitions so like what I'll do in the morning is I'll get up you know I get dressed and I, I wear a holster or a gun and a holster uh, all day every day like. From like mm-hmm. pretty much when I wake up, shower, get dressed to when I go to bed, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sixteen hours a day, easy, you know, a lot of times, uh, and and it's just that's my lifestyle, um, and so I'll keep. But what I'll do is I get up, I get dressed, put the holster on, I pull out the gun out of the safe, you know, clear it, make sure everything's safe, and then I'll, you know I'll just do some dry fire reps. You know, I'll do minimum ten reps, and that way is like I'm going out the door for the day or whatever, like you know. I, I got reps in that day, you know, I like getting that. a good solid presentation, I like you know, it. picking up my sights, making sure everything's dialed in, you know, that way, you know, it, I, some people might look at that and be like, geez, you think you're getting a gunfight today? No, but you know, I, if today is the day, well, I, I don't I did, know. I did all I, I want, could. How could you answer? You think you're getting a gunfight today? I don't know. <laughs> well, <I'm, laughs> do you know? I plan for the worst. I hope for the best. Exactly. Like <laughs> so, no one knows. That's why I'm doing it. So you know, I, yeah, I, I do. I do literally at least ten reps every morning. Just, just I really, come out of I actually really like that. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna add that into my official morning routine. Oh, I, I like that a that. lot because, yeah. Yeah. We should, we should familiar, we should do that every day. We should come in yeah. contact with the thing we plan to protect our entire well-being with yeah 
and put some conscious effort into it. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and, and when you have a life-changing event, too, and certainly a bad break like that is, or really a break, you know, you're in a cast, it's a life-changing event for six weeks or eight weeks or 16 weeks. Um, you know, so I think that it's uh, that's a good opportunity, too, to, to like, okay, how is my one-handed shooting skills, oh you know, really, gosh. right, you know? This right arm, <laughs> listen, it has gotten so jacked since I have been in a cast because... I didn't, yeah, no, I didn't stop. Doing some one-arm push-ups and all that? Oh, all of it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. No, but yeah, no, I've been so much one-handed. Yeah, yeah. So much that I can't wait to be able to just slightly even out the muscles in this left hand. Like, it's got to get back. (laughs) Having broken a number of bones, I, I... I know what that's like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I think uh, it's a great opportunity to, like, okay, do I actually know how to get my shirt or jacket or whatever out of the way and get to that holster wherever it is, however you're carrying, and, and also successfully, consistently draw and put, put rounds on target? I think that's another valuable thing to try to do. Mm-hmm. I actually had a friend that broke his dominant arm, mm-hmm. and he's, you know, to, he takes concealed carry seriously, you know, like me, and, and is, you know, like, every day I carry a gun. And he's like, now what? He went and bought a left-handed holster, and he got a ton of reps during that time frame of just drawing left-handed and shooting left-handed. And it, you know, he also shoots competitively. Made a big difference for him. You know, so yeah. No, I can't. I literally cannot wait to see how good my pistol shooting has gotten when I get to put this hand put, on the gun. Because yeah. I have, I had to learn how to pull a trigger really well, strong hand only. And just redo all of it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait to put this left hand back on. Yeah, it's going to yeah. get so much better. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I did want to ask you technique-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a video that went out a couple months ago of you shooting yes. two-handed. Yeah. So obviously pre-break. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, I, I pay attention to some things out there. And there's a lot of interesting comments. Of course, I'm sure you run into this a lot with other supposed industry experts, those guys that think they're experts. And so you have a unique way of gripping the handgun yeah. that you've developed. Um, and basically you've got your two fingers, your index mm-hmm. and your middle finger, right up on that front of that, kind of like tucked in. Under the it's th- under the, on the trigger guard. Yeah. Uh, so like in the and, tradition. And you're, you're torquing in, right? Like you're. Uh, no, no, I, I want to hear. I want right, to hear about this. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. So. This is how it first started. I got to go with the backstory to this grip because it is weird and realize Mm -hmm. that all of my techniques, when you get into it from shotgun to pistol to rifle to PCC, Mm -hmm. they're all what would be considered abnormal Mm -hmm. because I've gone in and spent my entire eight years of professional shooting trying to custom fit them to me. Just like you talk about, you know, custom fitting your gear to you. I want to custom fit every technique, mindset, everything to my body and what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So it all came about because my dad and I, Jerry, Jerry Mitchellick, the revolver (laughs) guy, if you didn't know who he was, um, (laughs) we used to always go and practice together. He's been on the show too. Yeah. And we'd be out there shooting. We'd be shooting. He'd be like, hold the gun tighter. Uh-huh. And I'm holding it. He'd be like, hold it tighter. It's flipping all around. He would go, it, you're just noodling out there. <laughs> just it's just noodle. like a noodle. I can hear and that I in his would, voice. I know. And I was like, I'm trying. And we bickered and bickered. And then we got all yeah. the way back to the house. We were still bickering. And I took, out a, I took out a measuring tape. And I measured his forearms. And I measured my calves. And they were the same size. <laughs> and I said, I cannot 
with your technique. But my thing is, my goal didn't change. I could not physically hold the gun any tighter to control the recoil so that I could go faster and be more accurate. Right. But my goal didn't change, which was to beat him. <laughs> sure. <laughs> to be faster than everybody else in the world. Right. So I had to go, all right, what's my way to do this? Because I cannot take, like, how can I realistically think that I can take, you know, a 180-pound man's technique that has the forearms the size of my calves <laughs> and it and i get the same results or better because yeah. i want better results than what yep. he has yep so i went at it and i went all right what are we gonna do <laughs> <laughs> and um i looked around eric Griffel. oh yeah he ran one finger in front of the trigger guard and i was like what does this do so like put it up there and it pretty much all evolved and then I went to SIG and they had a big old square trigger guard on there and I was like oh my gosh two fingers fit on front of this trigger guard what's this do you know because always playing with technique seeing what it does and this is what I found um my pure gripping strength like what is that it's almost minuscule so I have to use my entire body for everything that I do yeah so I got to figure out how to utilize my bone structure to hold up weight and to absorb recoil yeah. i have to figure out how to like when you tell someone to hold a gun they usually just go and they yep. just squeeze it squeeze, yeah. no like how are you going to utilize every single muscle in your body to control that recoil even though it's just a pistol yeah what are well, you going to do i mean i look at terms of like okay what's going on here what's moving where's the yes. leverage occurring at you know as far as the, what the, that the gun's creating mm -hmm. and then you know how do i counter that right mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. i have ways i do that yeah. but i'm i yeah. continue because yeah. i right. want to hear how you do so it. so first we started you know you want your hands to be up we did all the mechanics so without having a gun here specifically <laughs> it's a little bit difficult sure. but i've readjusted the entire grip so yeah. most people hold their gun and their strong hand, it's in the web of their hand. Yep. You know, it lines yep. right up yep. with this. So I looked at that and I went, well, the only way it could line up with my eye is if I stood here. Yep. And I don't shoot bullseye. Right. So right. when I come here, it's actually my gun is pointing off always to the left. Yep. Yep. So I went, no, it needs to match my face. So I stood up against a wall, flat backed, and I held my gun from the trigger guard right in front of my eye. And then I grabbed my gun. And you'll realize you don't grab it here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You grab it you on have the side. More of your thumb you grab it, it on the side. And yeah. it's real weird. And then I yeah. opened up a big space on the left hand side, right. which then my hand went up. And my fingers in front of the trigger guard. Okay, here's the feet. Okay, are we ready? Yep. What they're doing is so if I were to grip your hand, so traditional okay. grip, yep. Ooh, yep. I can't really do it well with this hand right now. Yep. But traditional grip, you're just going to get like right. side to side. Yeah. What I'm doing with this is I'm creating a giant lever yep. that when I'm squeezing, and my whole goal is to use my arms and everything to like rip yep. apart. Yep. So when, we're, when I'm squeezing, I'll have a lever here, and all the pressure will become here, and it comes That's from... That's pressure. And this is without having a hook. I don't yeah. even actually have anything to do, but right. it's the difference in yeah. squeezing and holding right. and using your arms as yep. a lever to create pressure between your palms. Yeah. So I'm going for palm yep. pressure yep. instead of squeezing. Right. Something I discovered well, that, through... That's why you see more, I, I think, particularly in the co uh, competitive circuits, more guys that are... They're, 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 their elbows are slightly bent, mm -hmm. right? Because you can't... 
you can't really do that when you have a very, very straight, you know, locked out elbow, right? So this is what I, this one of the very first things uh, when I teach a class is yeah. I have everyone go, all right, stick your arms out straight, yep. put your palms together. Yep. Push your palms together as hard as you can. Yep. Now bring them all the way back to you. Yep. First thing you notice is your elbow position. Yep. It's always up. You never go under because you have no strength here. Right. And the closer you get, the more strength you have. So if you yep. think about it, where do you open a jar and where do you thread a needle? Yeah, in close. In real close. So the instant you extend something, you lose your strength and your dexterity. Yep. Yep. So you have to figure out how to bring it back. Um, obviously, it's up to you and your preference and what you find on you know, how far back. But just know if your arms are all the way out, automatically, mechanically, You've lost strength and dexterity. Yeah. And I can't sacrifice either of those. Yeah, yeah. So I got, I got, I got a revolver god to beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's why my yep. elbows are bent. My elbows are yep. also back. I focus a lot on, like, put your hands out. Yep. Like you're going to shoot. Yep. Now, push down into my hand. Okay. Push down. Okay. Do you feel all the muscles that, like, oh, kind of yeah. went? Yeah. So, I work a lot on preset muscles. So before I'm firing anything, I'm making sure my arms are pushing down, just prepared yeah. so that I'm not fighting. Yep. So many people get in like a push and pull with recoil, you know, like they're there and it hits them and they're gone and then they get back aggressive right. and then it hits them and they're like, oh, well. Right. If you just have a gentle and constant preset, your gun will always return. Yeah. But you got to keep it constant and consistent. Yeah. And then it just happens. You yeah. don't got to fight it. You don't have to think about it. Yeah. So. That's a lot of great points. Now, back, back to the two fingers, though. Two fingers, yes. You have your fingers hooked around the trigger guard, yes. right? Yes. And, and, and you're using, are you using I'm, that for leverage to kind of hook here I'm and then kind of. Torque and torque. torque. Yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah. like That's what this. I thought. Yep. With, ready? Like this yep. with my hands. And I'm using my elbows pretty much if, like, my wrists were locked. Yep. If I were to push my elbows, you know, try and rip it apart. Yep. Yep. That's what I'm doing. So, so here would be my point. You know, mm -hmm. I saw some comments on the Six Hour account on Instagram, like, what the heck is wrong with her grip? And oh, first yeah. of all, first <laughs> of all, like, did you see the gun and its recoil? Like, she's shooting flat, bro. That was also a really <laughs> nice gun. They did a real great job on that custom one right there. You know, the second thing is, is while that may not be necessarily my technique, I'm listening to you explain it, and I'm like, hmm, I might have to just experiment and, and try this, i'm all about yeah, trying new things and, and this, i can see how it would work and that's the thing yours too when you do yep. it it will not look like mine yep yep when so often i feel like people almost get offended by new techniques yep. because it's like me saying everyone else is doing something different is wrong no that's not at all what i'm right. saying i'm saying that there is no right answer for anything yep. and you have to find it for yourself and if there's ever someone that goes, this is the answer for anything, like this, this is, the, is the one, this is the way, <laughs> run, <Right>. run, yeah. <laughs> just get out, yep. get out. So I'm very much so about understanding the concepts so that you can once again yeah. custom fit it for you. So yeah. that's why, yeah, like the leverage and like lining it up with your eye, that's a huge thing, uh, especially for low light shooting, mm -hmm. your natural point of aim, like. If you were to line up, stare at some, you know, find yep. a mark, close your eyes and draw, where is your gun pointing? 
Is it actually on target? Yep. Because if it's not, what happens when it's dark and you can't see your gun? What yep. happens when it's so fast and so aggressive you don't look at your sights because it's very stressful? You want to sure. have the confidence to just your gun to be looking where you're looking. Yeah. So yeah. how do you do it? It, do, it doesn't have to just be forced. Yep. There's just concepts to go with. You know, like, it's got to be lined yep. up with my eye if I want to see. You know, <laughs> we're big believers at concealedcarry.com, the Concealed Carry podcast. I mean, any of my instructional philosophy is to be principle-based, right? To, mm-hmm. to attack the problem and look at, okay, what's going on here? What is the actual problem? So we're talking about a handgun, we're talking about recoil, whatever it is. Like, okay, how can I, you know, like what's actually going on there? And now, then what can I apply to do that? Well, being principle-based is kind of like we're talking about today. I would have a different approach to how I grip the gun, but my way of gripping the gun I, still works very well for me. Mm-hmm. Your way works very well for you, and you've adapted to where you got smaller hands, less strength. Actually, they have very large well, let's hands, see. Let's see. and they're thin. Actually, your hands are so bigger than I'll I thought. So I'll actually have a longer reach than you because yeah. my hands are super thin. Yeah. So I've got... Right. Yeah, no, I've got big I didn't realize hands. that. I'm made for shooting. <laughs> Test tube child, everybody. Test it's what you've all wanted to hear. <laughs> but, you know, but again, I, I, I hear you describe how you do it. And I'm like, I can see how that would work because it's solving the same problems. Yeah. That's so that's being principle-based. In shooting, mm-hmm. we, ha- we, like, it's, we are all solving the exact same problem a hundred thousand different ways. Yep. yep. That's it. Like, and every single person has to figure out their way to solve the same exact problems. And that's what's so amazing about instructors that teach concept and understanding and not to do. Yep. Like, if someone just teaches you how to physically do it, it's pointless. Because if you don't understand what you're doing, you can't change it. You could never make it better. You could never do anything with it. The way it is right then is the way that it'll live and die. Yep. And I want you to know everything in my life has got to get better. Every, like 1% every day, right? Mm-hmm. Got to go somewhere. So if I don't understand what I'm doing, I can never change it. And yep. that just seems pointless. Yep. It's got to get better. Wow. That's a perfect place to wrap this up. That's there we a, go. That's a great summary of the <laughs> podcast here today. Selena, thank you so much for doing the Concealed Carry Podcast with me. Thank you. This has been a pleasure. I actually have thoroughly enjoyed this. Uh, And in fact, you can tell Max that I enjoyed this interview better than I enjoyed his. Oh, I will immediately. We have Daniel Horner coming up next. And, Ooh, uh, oh, my you know, gosh, it's Daniel Horner. So <laughs> you've set the bar high. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Lena. Thank you very much. Hey, guys, welcome back. I thought that was a great interview. Had a lot of fun. Uh, Lena's just a she's a wonderful person, so and a fantastic shooter. Hopefully that arm gets to healing up well, and so she can back, get it back out there and compete at her best version of her. So anyway, today's honorary sponsor, Sig Sauer. Go on over to SigSauer.com. Check out their full lineup. I mean, really a full lineup of shooting products, guns of all kinds, shapes, sizes, varieties, ammunition, accessories, I mean, suppressors. I mean, what more could there be? So anyway, head on over there. Give them some love. We appreciate them for making today's episode possible. And, you know, I'm just going to get on out of here. So with that, it's time to sign off. A reminder to train right, train often, and train safe. 
so you can fight hard, fight fast, and fight true. Take care.